and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of the German Diary Podcast. My name is Grasp, and I'm one of your three hosts that's bringing to you today's episode, which is all about PvP. So if you like to play PvP, then this episode's for you. Maybe you can learn something and hopefully spark an interest. For our main topic tonight, we have a really cool interview with our good friend Danny, who is a top-tier PvP player. So you're definitely going to want to stick around and you're going to hear that. But first, I have a question for you guys here tonight. And that is, what is your favorite Guild Wars 1 PvP game type and why? So, Trill, you want to answer that? Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Um, taking it back to Guild Wars 1, Heroes of Sin and GVG was my ish. Playing Iway, playing Ride the Lightning Spikes and HA was just absolutely incredible. And then in GVG, having the perfect balance comp. Oh my god, playing on Wizard's Isle, that was probably one of my favorite maps to play on. That was just, oh, if I could go back and relive that. I remember sitting in Spanish class when I was like a freshman in high school, just watching GVG matches. Like, I was obsessed with it. So yeah, I was obsessed with that, dude. Obsessed, obsessed. I'm obsessed with saying obsessed. <laughs> that stuff was how, intense. How about you, Switch? My big thing with PvP was alliance battles. So I didn't, I played Guild Wars 1. And I remember doing a lot of like random arenas before I even had a max level character. But once factions came out, that was when I really, really, really got into the game. And alliance battles was totally, totally, totally my thing. It I feel like it was a huge precursor to Wolver's World, just having a sort of PvP game type where no matter what you did, it actually played a role in the world was just amazing to me. And I was Kursic all the way. So Ew. yeah. What about Luxons, you, Grasp? bro? Luxon all the way. Uh, for me, yeah, Luxon's all the way. Um, there's another word. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> yeah, my favorite game type in Guild Wars 1, jeez. Uh, I wasn't much of a PvPer, but I liked random arenas. I guess I just liked the, the thrill element, you know, like not knowing what you're going to get. But I definitely was a troll. Uh, I was <laughs> Necro, blood is, power and, blood is Power, and Kill Yourself before the match started. Um... <laughs> But I guess I also liked uh, the hero battles. They took that away. And uh, the same kind of thing there. I was really trolly. I would just bring these team comps where I had like all pets and all minions and spirits. So, so he was like the Forrest Gump of PvP. Yeah. Box of chocolates. Never know what you're going to get. Exactly. And I was the box of chocolates element. <laughs> all right. Well, not a lot going on in Guild Wars 2 this week. Um, firstly, kind of a big announcement here. Uh, they have finally announced when raids are going to start, and the date for that is going to be Tuesday, and it's November 17th. Uh, the hype is real. Aside from yep. that, there's been a couple uh, gem store changes. Um, there was a new Lissa outfit that was added, uh, and that's adding to the other god outfits that they have going on right now. Seems to be sort of trend that ArenaNet's doing. So joining the Baldazar and Duena outfit, we have Lissa. Aside from that, there was also some harvesting tools added, and they're sort of these weird bug-like <laughs> flute things. I don't know. I'm probably not buying one, but they're cool, I guess. And since the Halloween stuff ended, a lot of that, um, those items are sort of leaving the gem store. I know the outfits are already gone, and at least from the time of recording this podcast, some of the other... Um, Little like finishers and things like that are still in the store, but they're probably going to be gone by the time you guys hear this. And sticking with the PvP theme, Call of the Mist is going on right now in PvP. And what does that do to you who don't know? 
There's a 10% increase in PvP rank point gain, 15% increase in reward track progress, and 100% increase in magic finds. And that's all due to the current uh, monthly tournament going on. And you can tune into the official Guild Wars 2 live stream on Twitch uh, to catch what's going on with that. And even if you miss it, I'm sure you'll be able to still watch it back, but don't quote me on that. And I know that these uh, this tournament's going to have the top PvP players competing for a grand prize of over $3,000. So that's pretty sick. Do you realize how many gems that is? That's a lot of gems. That's a lot over of Over 9,000. <laughs> so that concludes the news. And now we're going to move on to the interview between Trill and Danny. Let's check it out. Hello, the Dermond Diary listeners. Welcome to Guild Wars 2 Sports Center. It's your boy Trill. And I'm here with a good friend of mine, Imprezer, otherwise known as Danny. Or mostly known as Danny, sometimes known as Imprezer. But, um, yeah, they call, they call me the legend sometimes too. True, true. Um, so we're here to talk about PvP. Danny's probably one of the... One of my really, he's one of my best friends in this game. Best friends in, in real life too. And uh, he's an exceptionally good PvPer. Um, him and some of his buddies are top tier in the top MMR. Uh, shout out to John uh, Zojol for winning, what was it, the AG yesterday? Yeah, yeah, AG uh, and, with ASAP Zerg. Yep, Play, playing Reaper. Did a great job. But uh, we're going to have a little interview with Danny here and kind of discuss some PvP in the game since Heart of Thorns launch and what we think is about to happen. And we'll go from there. So, Danny, what's your background in PvP? Um, so I've been doing it. Uh, I was always kind of on and off with it ever since I started the game. Um, I'd say starting last year around September, I started going kind of full tilt, just balls to the wall, nonstop PVP. That's all I really did. Uh, yeah. Uh, six after the 6.23 patch where they changed the trade lines and every, uh, trade lines and everything. I uh, started multi-classing or trying to multi-class a bit more. Um, then I just ended up just maining guardian and uh, ranger. Um, but yeah, basically that's, that's it. Just, I don't PVE, just I don't leave the mists. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> so like you said, you play Guardian and Ranger. Are you playing the elite specs of them, or what are you rolling with? Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's not even a question. I didn't know that was up for negotiation. Yeah, Dragon Hunter is absolutely amazing. It's uh, it's fun. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with people saying it needs to be toned down a bit, but um, that's subject for argument for sure. Um, and then Druid, I've been having the most fun with, actually. I've always liked playing support classes more. Um, so that was a great change in events. Uh, Power Ranger got really boring. It was pretty easy. I mean, not that Druid is really that hard either, but it's just a nice change of scenery for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, we've been playing. I mean, you are just, you're there, man, that, with that support, everything, like, Dude, we're unstoppable when we're playing, man. When I'm on DH and you're on your Druid. And we're going against, like like I said earlier, with your MMR and you and everyone else we play with, like, it's incredible. Like it's, And since I just got to that point, too, it, it's a lot more fun. But um, we were talking about Matus earlier and how teams should be structured. In your eyes, what is the perfect meta? Like, what's the perfect team comp? I mean, for me... Um, well, I mean, it always comes down to how you play your class. Right now, it's very open. Uh, I don't really think that there is like a 
perfect meta at this point. Um, things will change once the uh, esports come out. But I mean, like for example, you can take Noscock, who's argue, arguably um, the best necromancer in the game, um, and he's amazing Condi uh, necro. Like no one, no one touches him as a Condi necro. And you see a lot of people trying to play Condi necro, and they just can't do it. Um, and that's a, I mean, like like I said, I, that just kind of goes to show what what meta is right now. It's really about how you play. Um, like we were talking about uh, John or Zojol the other day. He's a power necro. Um, yesterday in the AG, he was running a Selly build that no one's really seen before. Um, and he wasn't just, the like, whole after... team running Selly. I think that's what they uh, said. Uh, no, uh, the Druid was full cleric, um, but they did have a lot of Selly on there. They definitely okay. were taking advantage of it. I mean, it's a great amulet. Uh, hybrid is kind of a, in my opinion, a broken thing, but. Um, we'll not touch on that topic. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's all how you play, right? Uh, I mean, John was running Selly that game. He said he took, he did, he dealt about 900k damage and received, like, 600,000. I don't think he died uh, more than once or twice. So, I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, but, for me, I think the best team you could have right now, I think Dragon Hunter is essential. Um, I think the Druid is definitely essential. There's a lot of rest potential with the Druid right now. A lot of team support um they have good cc uh i mean uh, for me they're, they're great they're pets if you know how to use them properly properly you can uh you can get some damage out with the smoke scale if you choose that and then uh the electric wyvern is something i use um it's f2 skill for me is great for stomping um or getting reses out because it's, it's an uplift so druid's definitely up there uh, Reaper is essential. They just, they're so strong. There's, they, they can bunk so well. They do so much damage that the chill's amazing. It, it really helps you other team. I mean, your team get locked down first. Um, so that's another meta for me. Uh, Scrapper is a great 1v1 build right now. Um, they can also do good AOE damage. So that's definitely something you can consider. Um, I'd have to say Elementalist right now with the Oromancer. That's it's amazing. Great team support like that. An Oromancer mixed with a druid right now is just it's it's crazy the amount of healing and and boon sharing that comes out with that um and uh revenant revenant for sure uh oh yeah definitely you need to be good at playing it it's definitely a class i'd say that's a little bit higher skill cap i mean it, it's 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 a fair it's not that hard to play but there's definitely a clear spot there between the great and the good and the decent uh, which is good that's what you want to see in, in a game is People that are at an esports level, you want to be able to tell who's or why they're there, and uh, yeah, the, the definitely like you want to see the difference between someone that just picked that up and played it for a month or so, got decent at it, compared to the guy that's been playing it for say a thousand games and or more, and he's just just carrying his team. Um, so yeah, definitely it's good. I think I think right now all classes are great. Um, the daredevil might need a bit of work. Warrior needs a bit of work. Uh, daredevil even that even still though, I mean if you have the right guy playing it. They can do some good, good, uh, good things with it. Same with the mesmer. Uh, the mesmer wells from Chronomancer are good. Um, you still have that portal play, which gives your team mobility uh, just through the roof. Uh, you can make some pretty clutch rotations with this and stuff like that. So, like I said, man, meta. It's it's hard to say right now. I mean, my if, like I said, my, my I gave you my kind of select five. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's about how it goes for me right now. Like when you were talking about how the Revenant has like, you know, the good, the better, and the best. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of how I feel with. There's quite a few classes that are like that, and there's not really anything too face roll right now. Like people think Dragon Hunter's face roll, but like if you're playing 
super bursty and glassy, I mean, you're just going to get wrecked if you don't know how to like really play the mechanics right, really know what you're doing and have a lot of experience with it. I mean, so that, that's really good to see in the game right now. But like with other balance problems, like where do you see some of the changes going with that? Um, I mean, reading, reading the forums, I'm, I'm on them every day for the most part, reading, seeing what people are saying. Um, I think that what we'll see is um, possibly a tone down for Druid healing. I personally hope that doesn't happen, but it could. <laughs> um, people are complaining about the Druid's overall damage still um, in Clerics. And to be honest, yeah, we, we can still do quite a bit of damage, uh, mainly through our pet, uh, especially that smoke scale. Um, but the only problem I see is if they keep nerfing the damage on smoke scale is that the Ranger, a Power Ranger in sense, is going to get completely phased out. Um, or they're just not going to be able to use these, these new pets. And I mean, the, like the smoke scale is great because it has the smoke field, which gives area stealth. Um, so that's definitely an important thing. Um, that's definitely one um, balance you could see. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a little bit more balancing to the Reaper. Um, they're in a strong state right now. Again, personally, I don't think that they need anything crazy. Um, I kind of like where they're at right now. I don't, I mean, once again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a healer class though, so I don't have to deal with them too much because I mean, I can kind of just sit and they're, I can out heal their damage. Um, and Dragon Hunters, uh, they're most likely going to get nerfed. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, but the, like, I don't know if the trap's going to get a higher cooldown or they're going to down the damage. I think that'd be damage. fair. That'd be fair. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say because um, in a team fight, they're amazing. 1v1, they're not that great. Um, I mean, yeah, they if, can you be know how to, if, you, if you know how to play a, a trap, like a, a dragon hunter that's running traps, like, I mean, it's you just don't don't walk into the traps if you can. Or and I yeah. know I know they have the pulls, I know they have the knockbacks, but that's also a learn to play thing. Like you gotta kind of time out. Well, if you know you you know that chain or uh, uh, spear of justice is on you, so maybe that's a good time to pop your evades or your yeah, um, yeah like your stability. Yeah. Like if you see a dragon hunter on the point, realize that there's either that there's already traps there, or there's gonna be traps there. So like if you can't take a one on one, get someone else to come with you. Or just play, use some ranged weapon, and play around that, and like like we we're just saying, you no, know, use stability when necessary. I mean, especially if they're using Dragon Maul, like pop stability if you're about to press the point, or else you're just going to be stuck in there, and they're just going to drop a symbol down, and you're going to get wrecked. So, I mean, yeah, that... de yeah, definitely. Um, I think one thing that they could change, and I well, I, I personally think needs to be changed, is, and it's kind of funny. Um, because the cooldown starts when you pop the trap, not when it's activated. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can just run around the map and place traps down. Um, I mean, well, obviously, that's not ideal. But, for example, I can, if I want to guard midpoint or I need to stay on home for because whatever's happening in the match, that's the rotation. When I get to that point, I can throw my healing trap down right away and, like, say, let's say, uh, test the fate down right away. Or even Dragon's Ball. Because, I mean, all, for the most part, all the traps have a relatively low cooldown. Um, say 45 seconds, 60 seconds later, someone comes onto the point to fight me. They're going to get hit by those traps, but at that point in time, my traps are off cooldown again. So they're going to get... Again. Yeah, they just, just pop them again. And that that's pretty crazy because, I mean, a lot of times people are going to try to just burst you full out, right? Right as soon as they can, uh, just to put pressure on you. 
because uh, you are you are a Zerker class. Like you, your yeah. random Marauders aim it. You are fairly squishy. Um, so that's a double heal, right? I mean, you've got your healing trap. It's gonna pop as soon as they get onto it, and then you're gonna be able to pop it again. Uh, so that's definitely something that I think needs to get nerfed. Uh, the cooldown should go when the skills activate, or when the trap actually gets activated. In my opinion, that can balance things. Because um, I think I think that's what happens, and people don't notice is that when they're when they go to fight a dragon hunter, they're actually getting double trapped, and I don't I don't think that they've noticed that. Um, and like I mean, I know I've I've face rolled revenants and reapers and other classes on my dragon hunter and that was the exact reason why it was like well yeah i was able to pop dragon law twice and test of faith twice uh so yeah that's 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 something i i, I definitely think needs to get nerfed um other than that i mean i kind of like where the game is uh like i said warriors and daredevils they could use some love especially warriors um yeah. you don't see them too much i mean the flame gun is strong but they, i don't think that they hold any real purpose right now um and uh, I, I honestly would like to see some changes come to the core uh, specializations. Um, for example, uh, the Shout Guardian, Altruistic Healing Guardian, that's what I was playing before this, this patch uh, when I played Guardian with the staff. That was an amazing build, and at this point in time, it's, it's, not, it's not viable. Your, your health pool is too low. The cleave is too much on this game right now. There's a lot of Condies coming out, a lot of Condi pressure. Yeah. Um, so I, I I personally like to see things get changed like that. Like the Dagger Pistol Thief, I think is a great, great class to have on your team, uh, especially in a more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Competitive situation. But again, right now, like they, they can't live. They go into a team fight and there is so much AOE cleave coming out from Reapers and Guardians and Mesmers and Ellie's and whatever the spec there is out there. And they're just, they're, getting killed passively like not even like they can't they just can't do anything about it so they need some some uh some specs really need love um rangers need love the old ranger needs love i mean you don't really see too much power rangers or at least i haven't um i could be wrong but yeah that's my opinion anyways cool but uh you know there's there's some stuff that we've been kind of messing around with um other than classes mainly Stronghold. What are your thoughts on Stronghold? Do you ever think it's going to be to the level that Conquest is in this game? Honestly, honestly, in my opinion, no. Um, it, it's a cool concept. It is a fun game mode. Um, I think it's a little broken um, in the sense of like build. So, I mean, it's hard to say. We, we, haven't really, we haven't really done much of that kind of stuff or uh, like testing out the meta for that kind of thing. Um, so it's definitely something that we have to, we'll, we'll see in the future. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a super fun game type, but there's not really specific team comps made for it yet. And you just don't really see that many people playing it. I mean, you're always going to get a queue for con conquest quicker than stronghold, but, uh, I do like where they're going with it. Trying to make like a GVG sense to it, but, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's it's definitely open. Um, I don't know if it'll ever reach conquest level. Um, a lot of the pro, I don't, I don't, I haven't really talked to uh, many of the pros really. Um, like what the abjured things or orange logo or civilized gentlemen. Um, actually, I, I don't even know if they're really around anymore. But 55 HP month or uh, dragon story. I, I I don't know. Uh, I that's that's definitely something I should do to see what they what they're thinking. But as of right now, I just I don't see a place for it in ESL. But I could be wrong.
it would actually be really interesting to hear some of the uh, pros' opinions, just someone from a really higher standpoint than myself or some other people that I know. Yeah, talk like about that. These guys are they're conquest heroes, right? I mean, that's all they've done. Um, courtyard obviously sucked. Skyhammer yeah. sucked. A lot of the new maps that they they brought out, they just didn't make it to ESL, and for good reasons. Um, Bring back yeah. Ray Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I just I just think it makes people step out of their comfort zone. And and to be honest, I like Stronghold. I think there's a lot of tactics behind it. Um, but like for example, like I said, um, you could throw a druid on the uh on the lord your lord has a defender and basically he can keep him alive against four other players for the players so I, I just i just think that the way the game is um the way that the meta stands and the mechanics of the game i, I just i don't know if i see it going esports yeah there's a lot of potential with it i think maybe if they up the player cap per team it might make a better difference to it yeah if they want a 10v10 kind of thing that, even 8v8 yeah, APA. Yeah, that, that's definitely something that they could could consider. Consider it's. I mean, the map is fairly big. Um, it, it would it would definitely add for more play. I mean, I mean, the, the they basically they base that map off of MOBAs, right? Like yeah. there's a, a middle lane, a top lane, and the bottom lane, and it's you, you spawn your archers, you spawn your door breakers, and it, I, I know it, it, it's. I I can see where they came from. There's the potential. Window. Yeah, when you look at games like League of Legends and Dota, there is a lot of strategy behind that game, and I think that that's what they wanted to try to accomplish. So it's not that it's a bad idea. It's going to need its polishing. In the future, who knows? It, it could make its way to ESL. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to see. Yeah. So here's the be-all, end-all question. What do you see going on with the leagues? Like, what are you excited about with it? What are you kind of bummed about with it? Um... I just want your full input on this. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, the only thing I can really say about leagues is if uh, if you want to do well, you should just party up with me. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's nothing else to it, really. Oh, man. I mean, that's why I do party up with you, because you carry me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but uh, uh, real talk, I mean, it's a cool idea. Um, I, I would really like them to see – I would really like to see them bring solo Q back in. Um because when you rep your guild and whatnot in the uh, in the regular queue, you're going to affect your guild's rating, whether you're winning or losing. Um, yeah. So that's going to be a big thing. So some of the serious PvP guilds, I already know, like SPVP, uh, Miss Initiative, which is Noscox uh, guild, he, you have to be at a certain rank to be able to rank or uh, uh, rep the guild when you're playing. Um, so solo queue will be nice to have because you're going to see a lot more pre-mates. And for those guys that log on and their friends aren't on or someone that's not really interested in, in a team per se, um, solo queue will definitely benefit them because they don't have to worry about going against those five pre-mates. I mean, other than that, I think the league system itself is good. It's going to help. Uh, I think it'll help uh, balance the game more in, in the way of skill. Um, you're going to be playing against people that are actually at your skill level. Uh, the MMR system right now doesn't work that well. So it's definitely yeah. going to be a nice change. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, there's, there's just a lot of cool rewards with it. It was nice to have progression, too, you know? I mean, that's what we've been wanting for a long time. Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's, a nice, it's definitely a nice change of scenery. Um, it's, there's just more to do now than just hitting rank 80 and continuously getting that rank 80 uh, rank up chest. So. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, like we talked about, we've talked about this many times, but 
it was a lot more rewarding before they made the change for the uh, ranks. I mean, you know, it took us like six months to hit like rank 20. <laughs> like it just felt, felt like it took forever. And you know, it, no one had hit rank or dragon rank, I think before they had the patch. I think someone was really close to it or someone, one person might've hit it, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone hit 80 from my knowledge anyways, before that patch hit. So I wish they would have been a little bit more patient with it. Let that go through because it just would have, I don't know, it would have helped the uh, matchmaking. I mean, not necessarily the like matchmaking itself in the game, but just like with when people forming parties, you know, like like slash rank to see whatever you are to make sure people you're telling the truth. Kind of like how it was in Guild Wars 1, but yeah, yeah, I see, I see where you're coming with that for sure. And last thing, what is the main thing you think is missing in PvP? That's a good one. Um, it's hard to say. Um, in some aspects, PvP needs a lot of work. Uh, in some aspects, it doesn't. My number one thing I can say, they need to separate PvE from PvP completely. Traits, skills, everything needs to be yeah. completely separate. And just like they did in Guild Wars 1, and you're going to get the best balance if you do something like that. So other than that, I mean... That's a really good point. It makes a lot of sense to do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they didn't adopt it um, from Guild Wars 1. Um, hopefully they will in the future. And I guess the other one thing is uh, build templates. I mean, we're, we're oh, playing. Man. This, is, this is Build Wars 2, so uh, yeah. give me that damn template. I don't want to keep having to change shit up. I just want to click and that's it. So Yeah. So I want you to leave our audience with one, one thing to remember. It can be anything that you want them to remember, Danny. Oh, should I, should I hit him up with one of the famous motivational quotes, or? Yeah, and uh, you can always do the uh, the guild one too. The hyper diver, or hyper diver, Billy Trilly. I don't know if that one's. Yeah, uh, let's let's, let's yeah, we'll, that. We'll leave that. We'll leave we'll that, save one, okay. that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave that one. Yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, hit him with some motivation. Hit him with some hyper, truth, Danny. Hyper and diver. I mean, pros before pros. Can't really go wrong if you guys are looking for a guild or any such thing, uh, a family, a group of friends, um, a, a chance of, at success in the future, PVX Guild Extraordinaire. We're the guys to look for. Uh, either contact myself, Trill, um, and we can hook you up with the, with the spot in our family. We're very, very accepting. We have a lot of knowledgeable players in there, so that's definitely one thing. Um, and motivational quote, motivational Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Hashtag MT. Let's see, let's see. All right, all right, all right. So I'll leave, I'll leave with this one. Um, he, he who says he can and he who says he can't are often both correct. Mm. And uh, that's about it. Mm. 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 Wow. God damn, I love my squad. <laughs> all right, Danny, I appreciate you coming on here, man, and uh, hitting us with some knowledge and just talking about PvP and everything, man, because we both share a passion for it. But uh, I hate all of us couldn't be here for it because, you know, Eifer or Diefer were the fam. But yeah, uh, For sure. No, I we, appreciate appreciate the opportunity. I hope to be on again. Um, oh, for sure. If anybody ever has any questions listening to this podcast, you want to ask me about anything PvE-wise, PvP, Ranger, Guardian, whatever, um, send me a message in the game. My name's Imprezer. So we'll put your I name am... in the description of the video. Okay, and we'll throw it out then. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. Thanks again for having me, boys. And uh, it was uh, it was a blast. That is uh, the first session of 
B-Dub Sports Center. All right, guys. So I had a really good time interviewing him. What would you guys think? Ooh, where do we even start? Um, well, the first thing he talked about were the team comps. Yeah, but... I thought that was pretty interesting. It, it was interesting to hear that, like, he sort of had a similar thought to me as in terms of what was really good right now. Um, I've noticed personally that Reapers destroy me. Dragon Hunters destroy me. Oromancer, I know you've been playing a lot of Oromancer Grasp. And I don't know, I maybe it, it seems like it's a really good build, but you'll have more insight on that. What do you think? Yeah, I think Oromancer's a lot of fun. I think pretty much everything he had to say about it was spot on, at least from my experience. I mean, there's a lot of healing, there's a lot of boon sharing, and um, I tend to do much better on it when I'm around a lot of allies, so. Yeah. I I also haven't seen a lot of druids lately, at least personally. I feel like most of the rangers that I've run into um, in the last, PV, or the last few PvP games I've done over the last few days, mostly just power rangers, and even if they are running druid, it doesn't seem like they're doing much healing, which is kind of strange, because I think druid as a healer and as a support class is so good. Yeah, a lot of them just want to be self-sustaining, I think. Yeah, especially if they're solo queuing. There's really no. I mean, it's really hard to like try to communicate with your team when you're typing and try to like plays and stuff and have really good rotations when you're just solo queuing in. That's true. Yeah, it's probably not as rewarding if you're playing with pugs. Yeah. yeah. Then, but go ahead. My bad. Aside from that, I mean, he was saying that Daredevil and Warrior need some work. Completely agree. You do? Yeah. I felt I felt Daredevil was in a good spot, at least when I was playing it, but I guess well, I can I mean, see why it's weak. Like he said, like it all depends on the person that's playing it. But when it comes to Berserker Warrior, it just it really I mean, granted they did just buff it. Not substantially, yeah. but it is a little bit more viable. I mean, and just like me and Danny were saying, like the flame gun warrior is like the only thing you can really play. Um, it hits like a truck. But uh it's just I don't know. It's not really that fun, and you just, you're just not going to see it a lot because there's better things to play. Yeah, I'm just not seeing the Berserkers like I'm seeing, you know, Druids and Dragon Hunters and Reapers. Yeah, exactly. I personally notice that whenever a warrior does come up to me, which I'm assuming that they're in Berserk, um, they usually kill me pretty fast. But I don't know. I mean, you were playing warrior for a bit in PvP Trail, at least when the expansion first dropped. Do you find that the class wasn't really that good unless you were in kind of that berserker stance. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, well, there's like, there's the utility berserker stance, which makes you immune to conditions and grants adrenaline when you're in combat. But then like the actual berserk, like when you go berserk, when you're in that elite spec, <laughs> it does like, it changes your, um, your burst skill to a primal burst. And you get like a big red gl- glowing effect. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's easy to spot. Yeah, and you like you can pretty much have perma stability. You can have uh, quickness when you attack, faster adrenaline gain. You can uh, knock off. I think it's like three burst skills in one berserk mode. Um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but it's just if I'm gonna play warrior, I'd rather play my um, great sword axe shield rampage build it's just it's still more viable than the berserker is in my opinion um gotcha i think warrior was in a better place before the or the expansion by far you saw it played a lot more and 
higher level PvP in tournaments. So would you say that that's something you'd like to see change then? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely I'd, I'd love to see every class be pretty balanced. Um, I think Berserker, the purpose of Berserker is to have more Condi potential with the Warrior. Um, and I mean, I guess it does grant that. I mean, there's some really cool things with it. Some of the utilities are really cool. The Elite's awesome, the Headbutt um, Elite, but it's just it's just lacking in my opinion. You know, every other class got this just like awesome, awesome new mechanics for their class. And awesome. Warrior's just like, oh, you get to press like a new button now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it doesn't do it for me. And that's why I'm playing Dragon Hunter now. I feel so sick cheating on my Warrior like this, but... <laughs> One thing I've noticed actually is a lot of the thieves I run into, I don't know if they're playing Daredevil, or at least if they are, I don't feel like they're really utilizing it for what the class was sort of created for. Whenever I play Daredevil, I use staff. I usually run staff and then dual pistols as my second set. And what that allows me to do is I get a ton of evades through the staff, and then you know the Daredevil um, ability allows them to get a third evade. And I just use the dual pistols to burst in case people try to run away from me. And I find that that works really well. But every time that I run into another thief, I usually don't see them running staff. And I don't know. Sometimes I try to count their dodges. Sometimes it's hard. But I don't know how many people are actually playing the Daredevil spec. Yeah, I think that's the thing about the Daredevil compared about some of the other ones. Is that, like, like y'all was saying for the Warrior, it's easy to spot a Berserker. But a Daredevil, like, there's no, like, real flashy effects. I mean, like, the dodges do change, but you're not really paying attention if they're dodging or not. Yeah, and, like, the, uh, the Thief was, like, honestly in a pretty good spot. Like, Dagger Pistol, uh, Shortbow Thief is just, was really good before the patch and still is pretty good. I mean, that's still what a lot of Thieves play. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, the only real way to spot a Daredevil is mainly by either, obviously, using the staff or by just looking at their evades and seeing that they're different, or any of their like, little running away abilities. Or I haven't played Daredevil yet. I really need to hop on that. But Yeah, I, I just thought it was really interesting when, when Danny was talking about the fact that a lot of the really old thief builds are really hard to use right now because of how much AoE and cleave damage is going on. Yeah. And I don't know, at least when I was playing the Daredevil, I didn't notice a lot of that. Like I said, I mean, the, the build that I was running was focused on a lot of evades, and sort of staying further back with the pistols. So I didn't really run into that issue, but Dagger Pistol is really strong. So I don't know. And I I don't know. A lot of other people or a lot of other thieves, I should say, that I've seen still seem to be doing well without the staff. So I don't know what they're doing really. But then again, I'm not playing competitively either, so that could have a big part to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think about the classes that he thought really needed changed like the druid reaper and dragon hunter you mean they need to be like nerfed or just balanced yeah. more um I, mean, down. I, I agree with what he said that you know like the druid uh damage could be could be brought down a little bit um <laughs> reaper is pretty strong but i find it pretty easy to be killed and when i'm playing my dh but also I do really like what he was saying about the uh, the Dragon Hunter's trap activation time because I do get a lot of double traps off, and it's, it's honestly really funny. But yeah. 
that's something I never really noticed before either. And I'm actually kind of glad that he mentioned it because now I can watch out for that. Yeah, about, I never thought about that. What about some of the other classes that, that he didn't touch on so much? I, I know he kind of mentioned everything, but what about like the Scrapper? It's in a good place. You guys think so? In a really good place. Yeah, I haven't noticed anything too crazy. I've noticed the Scrapper doing a lot of work in terms of Stronghold, especially with those stealth bots. Like there was a there's a match I was playing earlier today where the scrapper on the enemy team was taking like their champion and multiple door breakers and just huh. teleporting them straight up to the door. It was pretty crazy. I thought it was really good actually. Yeah, I have noticed actually a couple times. Um you just see that little one around and nobody's around. I'm like, oh, that's a scrapper. The stealth yeah. bot. Yeah. Yeah, like getting the stronghold. I do enjoy playing it because, like I said in the with the interview with Danny, like I, I really like the GVG kind of feel for it. But I just don't think it's gonna really be. I mean, it has potential. It has potential, and we just really had to play it more. But conquest is kind of the main focus of the esports, so I don't think a lot of people are really gonna be putting a lot of effort into stronghold right now. Yeah, there's not even really that many yeah. builds up, even on like Meta Battle and some of the other build websites, been talking about Stronghold very much. So I don't even think much of the PvP community is really focused on it. I think with a lot of the tournaments being focused around Conquest, that's a big focus for PvP players. So yeah. in terms of kind of creating the meta builds and things like that for Stronghold, I don't know if we're going to see that for a while, unless I think it would take ArenaNet. Uh, to do some actual stronghold tournaments in order for that to kind of be more of a focus. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah I agree. I think if you're going to focus on, you know, game type, it's going to be stronghold or a conquest. You know, one of the... Yeah. I think uh, focusing on both of them is just kind of unfeasible. Yeah. Yeah, I think that conquest is honestly just a better, like, way of having an eSport. I like the rotation aspect of it a lot more than I like having to get supply to make breakers and uh, archers. And I mean, like I said, Stronghold has a lot of potential. It's got really cool concepts, but I just really like the conquest way of playing. Yeah. I really like out rotating other teams and stuff. I just jump into big team fights and just wrecking everything. It's going to be interesting to see kind of where the leagues push conquest more as well like i feel like pvp is really going to settle in with heart of thorns once these leagues actually come out oh for people sure. can start participating sure. in more of that and like danny was saying how it's going to really make it you're gonna be able to play with people of your same skill level which is gonna yes. be huge it's like That's important it gets old like, it gets old when those people that just like have no idea what's going on they don't want to communicate it's like how are, how are we at the same level? Like, are we even at the same level? Like, what is <laughs> going on? Yeah, it's really nice to see some PvP progression. For sure. Yeah, it really needed that. I mean, the reward track system was nice. I remember before that was even a thing. Um, but it, it's just not enough. And our, is the whole reward track, or sorry, not the reward track, but the progression, is that going to be all about the, the back piece? Uh, I think it's going to be really back piece is going to be like just that final reward you can get but it's mainly going to be for the pro league type stuff 
Oh, true, true. Yeah. But Which finally, is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Finally, I mean, separating the skills from PvP and PvE in the build templates are probably the largest things that they could do to just make PvP better. And make the game better overall. I agree. You know? Yeah, like, totally. Gilbert's one, having the separate... Having separate skills was great, but also having build templates for PvE and PvP and also Warverse World, that'd be huge. Yeah. yeah I know right I mean, now the game kind of saves your builds. Because I notice when I go into Warverse World, I have a different build equipped than I do in PvE or PvP. So yeah. that's nice, but it'd be nice to actually have a list of my saved builds to choose from. And then that makes builds really easy to share too. Back exactly. in Warverse 1, it would just, you'd get a key and you just copy that into chat and then anybody can pick up your build and load it immediately and save it and then right. everybody's happy. But it was hey, great what you for running? getting team comps. Yeah. Hey, what you running? Let me link it in chat real quick. Like, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. I think there needs to be a way, like, you know, if you pull up on this map, you can load this build. It needs to be yeah. that easy. And I, I think exactly. even if the assets, you know, take a lot, you know, to implement this feature, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, it's what the community needs what they've been asking for too for a long time pretty much since the game came out yeah two more things that could really improve the game are guild capes and kanta but that's for a different time <laughs> that's a different topic a whole podcast is going to be just on capes <laughs> kanta kanta perhaps one day well i, I think, think that's about gonna wrap up. up yeah i think that's going to wrap up today's podcast so as always, we really want to hear you guys' feedback. We want to know what kind of questions you have and what you want to hear from the podcast in the future. And in order to get in contact with us to do so, uh, we also we have a Facebook page. Um, and that's just facebook.com slash the Derman Diary. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. That's at the Derman Diary and by email. And that's the Derman Diary at gmail.com. Finally, our website is the Derman Diary.com. Pretty simple and self-explanatory. Uh, if you're listening in, uh, there are, multiple ways that you can do so. Um, so find whatever way is most convenient for you. Um, we have all of our episodes that are posted on our YouTube channel as well as on SoundCloud and going to that SoundCloud would allow you to download the episodes for free in an MP3 format. If you prefer to, you know, save it and then listen to it on a plane or wherever you want to. And we actually, as of this week, the German diary is now on iTunes. So, for all nice. you Apple fans and Apple users, you can all tune in through iTunes and have any new podcasts pushed directly to your device, and you can stay current with us that way. And we are working on getting ourselves up on Stitcher and TuneIn as well. Those are a couple other um, like podcast broadcasting services, so we'll be up there soon. And finally, I just want to give a few shout-outs. Uh, as always, our music is done by Corvus. And you can find him at uh, youtube.com slash user slash Corvus Plays. He actually just released a new track this week, and it's really, really, really good. All of his music, he does a lot of stuff that's really Guild Wars in, uh, inspired, and it's always amazing. Uh, our podcast icon was created by Fuzzy Lombax 416 You can check him out at instagram.com slash fuzzylombax416. And the final shout-out is to our friend Ty for helping us out with production work. And I think that's it. So we'll see you guys on the next page of the Derman Diary. Mm -hmm.